Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Happy Valentine's Day. This is episode number 286 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Perfect Love Expels All Fear, Part 2. This month, we are focusing on how knowing and experiencing God's perfect love will cast out all our fears. Last week, we looked at 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 to 21. If you missed that podcast, please go back and review it. The main scripture we want to focus on this week is out of that passage, 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. And it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Now, again, go back to listen to last week to understand this scripture in its context. You may have heard some say that it's not faith that quenches fear, it is love. Now, I agree because of what was just said in the scripture that I read, but you cannot split love from faith. It is love that expels fear. This love is referring to God. It says, again, God is is love. Well, to receive this love or believe in this love, it will take faith. So I want to focus on this love that expels fear, but it is going to take your faith to receive and to believe what God says about himself and his perfect love. Now let's look at God's love, this agape love that is perfect. His love is perfect Because there's nothing to change, improve, or adjust. His love is perfect. And there's no need for God to change, for he is perfect in every way. To change would denote some type of improvement or adjustment in him personally or in his God-given plan. So there is no flaw in regards to God's perfect love that we're talking about which is referred to as agape love, the flaw would be in our perception or our understanding of his love. What I would like to do now is to refer to a chart that I had put in my book, Dropped But Not Broken. And in my book, I had put a chart in regards to comparison God's agape love to man's human love. So I just want to focus today on God's perfect love and compare it to our human love. First of all, God's love is divine. Remember, 1 John 4, 8 says God is love. 
So the source of this love is God himself. It originates with him. Whereas our human love can be defined in three different ways, either eros, storge, or phileo, which means sexual, the family type love, and the friendship type love. But the love that we can produce as human beings is not this agape love. This agape love has to come from God, for he is the source of it all. The other thing in regards to God's love is that it's one-sided. Whether you believe or respond to his love does not matter. He loves you, period. His love is not based on what you do. He will not stop loving you. He is love. God has always existed and he's not going to cease to exist. He is love. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 15 to 18, it says, And the Holy Spirit also testifies that this is so. For he says, This is the new covenant I will make with my people on that day, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts, and I will write them on their minds. Then he says, I will never again remember their sins and lawless deeds. And when sins have been forgiven... There is no need to offer any more sacrifices. When you look at this scripture that I read out of Hebrews chapter 10, verses 15 to 18, it's God saying, I will, I will, I will. It's not dependent on us and what we do or our performance or our behavior. God's love is going to stream to us and to this world always. It is one-sided whether we believe it or not or whether we receive it or not. When you go to the other side and think of human love, most of the time it's two-sided, whether we understand or we're conscious of this or not. If you continue to give love to someone and they do not respond in some fashion, sooner or later your love might die or fizzle out. And so we can have expectations in contrast God's love is not dependent on how we act or what we think. It just is. His love is going to continue whether we return it or not. And then the next thing about his love is that it's self-sacrificing. Well, what, what do I need to say about this, right? John three sixteen to 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent his son not in the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So we have seen that God not only said that he loved us, but there was self-sacrificing and given his only beloved son to die a violent death, to be able to die on our behalf so that we may have eternal life and experience this love that God is talking about. But yet, on the other hand, our love in turn can be selfish, not self-sacrificing, to the point that we want some need met, even sometimes when people might get involved in ministry, they might do it because it makes them feel good. It makes them feel approved. So human love many times can be of what someone might get in return, but God's love, it is self-sacrificing sacrificing. 
Now, the next thing about this perfect agape love is that it's unconditional. In Romans 3.23, it says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. It's unconditional in that we did not have to do anything to gain it. God's love is free. It's a free gift. And he gives it to us, and it's available all the time. And it's not dependent on conditions or how we perform. But yet, when you think about our love, most of the time, it can be very conditional. Our love can definitely be based on conditions and be reserved only if other people continue to act or think or feel the way we act or think or feel. Another thing about God's love, this perfect love, is that it's voluntary. In Hebrews chapter 7, verse 26 to 27, it talks about how Jesus offered himself for our sins. No one twisted his arms. He was willing to extend his love to all of us in this way by voluntarily giving up his life so that he would pay the penalty for our sins. So it was voluntary. It wasn't anything that was forced. Where at times, our love in regards to being voluntary, just take, for example, maybe a family. One might say, well, I didn't ask to be born in this family, but it is what it is and I have to make do. I know she's my sister, but I can't stand to be in her company. And this is the reality for some. So for some, it's not exactly voluntary. It's like, okay, I'm forced to love her. She's my sister. Or really, I might not even give her love even if she is my sister. I know this sounds facetious, but for some, this is the reality. So it's not voluntarily. Maybe you might even feel forced to even show love maybe in church because you feel that, oh my gosh, if I don't show love in church or if I don't do, if I don't demonstrate that I'm serving, then I'm not going to be accepted or I'm not going to have brownie points. So our human love is so much different. And so it's a a big difference here. And I hope that as I'm sharing about this perfect love, because I think it's important for us to be able to understand that, yes, God's perfect love casts out fear. Well, what is it? about his love that makes it perfect. And I just thought this week we really needed to focus on some of the things, not all, some of the things that make his love so perfect in contrast to our love that we're able to produce. Well, I have more to share with you. Make sure you join with me next week. For you to know that God's love casts out all fear, you have to understand more about this perfect love. Mark your calendars and make sure you're here again next week. And smile, Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.